What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Summer is almost here and I'm so excited to go on vacation with my kids next month. We love going anywhere warm with the beach. I always make packing harder than it needs to be, but this year I'm doing all of my summer shopping at Macy's. I can find everything I need from bathing suits, sandals, summer dresses, shorts, even towels and sunscreen at Macy's. Whether you're packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has what you need. You can shop top brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Wind Down with Janet Kramer and Michael Cosman, an iHeartRadio podcast. How does it feel to be with a cougar? Wow. <laughs> I love it. And now, now this is where you say I'm four years older than you. I am. I'm 37 years old, which means I'm four. I'm, I'm technically now a cougar. Is that the cutoff age? I mean, I think honestly, a cougar is like ten years older, but I like to think of myself as a cougar. <laughs> but thirty-seven just sounds so old. Like I remember going to my mom's like surprise thirtieth birthday as yeah. a little girl, and I'm yeah. like thirty-seven. Woof. Oh, it's funny. I was reading my DMs too, and someone was like, <laughs> "They go, I thought Michael was an ex-professional hockey player until I saw the video of y'all <laughs> playing hockey." And then it confirmed that, oh, no, it was football. <laughs> Clearly wasn't ice. That was so much fun. Michael did a great birthday for me. We went ice skating. He rented out this, like, it's like a half rink in a, yeah. in a sense. Yeah. It's like a hockey's, hockey school camp, but they also rent out the ice. And so we played hockey. Yeah, rent it for two so hours. Fun. Yeah, it's like a, it's called the Hockey Lab mm-hmm. in Franklin. And it was awesome it was so we fun. had him set up the hockey nets and we had a bunch of pucks out there and jan and i were doing passing drills and playing one-on-one <laughs> and then we had jolie join us for the last hour which was awesome which by the way i got a little hate because jolie wasn't wearing a helmet Does, is she supposed to wear a helmet like Smaller. i was I, mean, I didn't wear a helmet when i i started i learned how to skate when i was five same age as almost jolie yeah and i didn't wear a helmet but then again did i even have a car seat when i was five right exactly <laughs> So, I don't know. Whatever. People are going to say whatever they want to say. She was fine. Yeah. She's a good skater. Yeah. If. I mean, Jace, I would for sure put a helmet on because he doesn't even know how to like right, stand. Right. He's two. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He falls over every two seconds. Um, but no, I mean, whatever. We were there. She was fine. If it was like a group setting, there's more people to like run into her. But she was, we saw her fall the first couple of times and she was. In control of her falls. Yeah, she knew to fall on her butt. Right. It's not like she was... Yeah, she yeah. knew how to fall. It wasn't like she was just feet out from under, straight under her back or head. I just don't know, though, if I would have the... Like, if I was a person... I mean, I am a person, but, like, I, I don't know if I would look at someone saying and be like, oh, your kid should be wearing a helmet. But then again, I feel like I did it that one time when we went and saw Jurassic Park. There was a three-year-old watching the movie. And she was like scared. And I'm like, 
what mother would bring a child here? We were watching Sons of Anarchy the other day, and, you're, and they showed Jax's oh, younger yeah, son's crib. She's like, there are so many things wrong with that crib. There actually was. They, the that kid, is not accurate. It was a baby, and it was able to roll over, and it had blankets. And like I'm like, SIDS, people. Right, exactly. My and point. then now that the baby's older, the crib needs to be lowered. Like right, whoever was exactly the, the script person on Sons of Anarchy, which by the way, you know, amazing show, our favorite show. But uh, there's got to be careful. So yeah, I guess I am kind of like that person. I just don't tell the person. <laughs> that's the difference. Even better. Even better. <laughs> um, speaking of, no, that's stupid. What? Uh, Monopoly kills all marriages? Yeah. Yeah, that was a great way to end the night, <laughs> playing Monopoly against each other. Which... With your spouse. So fun. Which, by the way, we're going to finish. We haven't finished it yet, but we are going here's down. The thing. You just landed on Boardwalk. Playing with two people is damn near impossible because no. you need a third party to kind of be Switzerland when it comes to trading trading properties. I, I played it. I, I think I played it really smart. Yeah, I effed myself just to move along the game. No, you didn't. I got those three properties, the purple, put houses on it before you even had like a three. Like, because you were passing up those, don't pass up the cheap opportunities. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you're a house poor. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> anyway, so we, but we made it out without fighting. Shocking. Which is successful. Yeah. Only because it's your birthday. I think any other day, I'd be like, <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> um, Speaking of other relationships, uh oh. So current events going on right now. With Ooh, that. are you bringing in the didn't 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 yeah. didn't? This T- is Michael Cosson with Pop Current Events. Yeah, TMZ. <laughs> NBA star Malik Beasley's wife Montana Yao reacts to photos of him and Larsa Pippen holding hands. I'm sorry, he has a wife. Yes, and he's blatantly holding hands with another woman in this picture at the airport. Oh, and she, okay, I'm reading this. And then the wife comments, wow, I don't even know this man. The model 23 wrote on her Instagram stories. This is wild, y'all. I'm seeing it for the first time, like y'all. You know what? I, I, I had, I was just reading this thing on Us Weekly because I, on Instagram and the Pippin girl. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I know I know the story. The Pippin girl just wrote back and said something about salt, like don't believe everything you read on social media. Like basically calling out the wife. Like she mm. knew this was going on. Oh. But that's how that's what I got from the message. Because if you're like that's ballsy, holding hands in like a mall. It's Which- one thing to be coming out like a I mean, it's not okay. Not okay at all. But coming out of a bar drunk. Like, he's very aware in that moment. They look like they're at a mall holding hands. Or the airport. Yeah. Well, not just that. That you got to be really stupid to be to do that. Yeah. So, maybe there is something behind the scenes that his wife is, like, plain innocent. I don't know. But didn't you say something about that girl, though? Because I don't know who that girl... I don't know who any of these people are. To uh, Larsa Pippen is Scotty's Pippen's ex-wife. Who's Scotty Pippen? Hall of Fame basketball player for the Bulls. Oh. Jordan and Pippen. I mean, the name sounds familiar, yeah. but I'm like... And then who's the guy she's holding hands with now? He's a basketball player. I don't oh, know. Oh, so she's like a basketball. Yeah. But I just... I feel like I've heard her name around... Like, in other headlines similar to this or something. So she's a homewrecker? I, I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying. I feel like I've heard her name. There's a song by Miranda. Homewrecker. Oh, no, that's not... That's... Oh, no. What's... Not Miranda Lambert. What's her name? Um... Jordan, no, what's uh you know what you're doing. Think you're gonna ruin what you got, Easton, but you're not. Yeah, you're just a home wrecker. Come on, that's a good country song. What who who sings that? Easton, you're my country Gretchen dude. Wilson? Yes, Gretchen Wilson. Thank you. It's a good song. And then did you see the other stuff? Sorry, I just wanna since I'm talking on country right now, because she kinda had she dabbled in country. Ooh, yeah, let's talk about that. But first, we have our amazing guest, Rachel Rogers, who is uh, the CEO of Hello7, which her whole mission is all about, you know, empowering women to become millionaires, essentially. I cannot wait to talk to her. I know. She's got an amazing website, a lot of cool stuff, um, very successful lawyer and entrepreneur. So let's take a break and then have Rachel. (laughs) 
Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and to Kova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Hey, Hi, Rachel. Rachel. Hi. How, How you are doing? you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Thanks for coming on the show with us. Where do you live? I live in North Carolina, Greensboro. I was just going to say, wherever you're at right now looks really pretty. And just like. It is really pretty. I just bought a 53 acre ranch in the middle of a pandemic. (laughs) Yes, you did. Oh my gosh, 53 acres. Do you have horses and cattle? Yes, we have a beautiful horse uh, barn. We don't have horses yet. We're actually in the process of acquiring our first horses. So all I do every day is research horses. Sorry, this is so random, but. Horses, like they really, they like, they know what's going on in you. They're very smart. And I feel like they're therapeutic to be around, you know? Mm -hmm. And right now, like, it's one of the few things that I can get my kid, like my kids can do and like be outside, you know? Um, So how many kids do you have? I have four. (gasps) What are their ages? Um, So my three little ones are nine, seven, and two. And then I have a 20 year old stepdaughter. Oh. Wow. 
quite the range. <laughs> how is how is having four kids? Uh, it's a lot. <laughs> but I have to say, like, going from, as you guys already know, right, going from one to two is like you feel like a train hit you. You know, because you're like, holy crap, like I was up all night with one and now this one's hungry. Like, I don't got time for that. I want to sleep. You Mm -hmm. know, (laughs) so but then, you know, once you start adding after that, it's like, whatever, you could add three more and it won't matter. (laughs) Good to know. I like it because we're we're considering a third right now. We're going to go talk to a doctor here soon. Gina's like, well, if we have three, might as well have four. I was like, I'm like, I'm kind of with you. To be honest, like my my husband got the snipsies after our last one. And we both had the thought like, huh, I would totally consider having another one, especially now that we have this big ass property. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're like, we need a football field of like a team now. Like, yeah, you need a whole team. You need help with the chores. Like who's going to hay all the barrel up all the haze or whatever. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, this is my, my husband's fourth. So he was kind of like, I'm done. Right. (laughs) You know? Um, so how do you, because your whole thing is like, we can all be a millionaire, right? Yes. How, yes. So how do we do that? Because I, I would like to be. So that would be great. <laughs> what's the what's the first step in, in going down that road? Yes. Well, I think the first step is stop making broke ass decisions and start making million dollar decisions. Oh, like what? Give me an awesome example. So broke ass decisions are the ones where you know, they're constricting, right? Like they, they steal your time and energy. They deplete mental space. They kind of get you busy with piddly, you know? And sometimes they seem like million dollar decisions. Like, oh, let's put all this effort into saving some money, right? Like, let's not hire help around the house. Let's all do it all ourselves so we can save money. But it's like, do you, but is that going to help you make money? Like, cleaning up after your kids all day or not having like, like we have a chef, right? And it was like the best thing I've ever spent money on in my life was like finding the chef and hiring them because that's what took up all my time is like cooking and fighting with my husband and, you know, like Mm -hmm. passive aggressively like banging pots around the kitchen while I'm cooking because I'm pissed that I have to do this after a long work day. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anybody ever been there? Oh, yeah. Uh, So, you know, so it could be like, well, let us save money and we'll do all that stuff ourselves. And I think that's a broke ass decision, because if you have the ability to make money doing right, like hosting a podcast or teaching a class or doing workshops or events or any starting businesses, right, then free up your time, hire someone to help you free up your time, spend a little money up front because the payoff is huge. You freed up a bunch of your time that you can now spend making money. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that would be a million dollar decision. Like hiring a chef was a million dollar decision that we made, you know? Um, And so I think especially women are always making decisions. And this is the, the money messages that are sent to us is like contract, right? Like, Ooh, stop shopping, you know, stop buying that latte. Right. (laughs) Like it's always about like, it sends the message that women are shopaholics, that we can't control ourselves with money, that we need to cut coupons and do more with less. And men get the messages of like, you know, be a power investor, right? Like, you know, step into your prowess. Like there's always like an image of a lion or something, right? (laughs) For men, it's like, go out there, take risks, make it happen. And the reality is, is that you can cut coupons all day long, you're not going to save so much money that it actually puts you in a different tax bracket, right? Like it's, you can't save your way to being a millionaire, right? Mm -hmm. Like really what we need to be talking to people about is earning more. And what are the ways that we can do that? How can we spend more of our time earning more and really step into our talents and skills, capitalize on that scale on what we're good at. And that's, what's actually going to help us become millionaires. You know, that makes sense. You know, when I was looking at your stuff, Rachel, <clears throat> and I'm going to read your mission shape, your mission statement, mission because statement? mission statement, your mission statement for everyone <laughs> to hear. Read your mission statement. Because as soon as I read it, I thought of Jana. Okay. In this way. And I don't think she's read it yet, but here it is for our listeners. Rachel's mission is to help women hit seven figures without sacrificing their families and sanity. I'm an entrepreneur and I'm a mother. I run a seven figure business and I'm in the front row of every dance recital. I'm picking my kids up from school every day. I'm watching Peppa Pig cartoons in bed on Sunday mornings. If you've ever seen me speak at an event, chances are my three children were in the front row. When people tell me you have to choose between family and business, I say bullshit. 
Hell yeah. That is our kind of girl right there. Yeah. Because <laughs> in there, it, it makes me think of Jana because that's, you know, Jana has that mindset. I'm trying to keep up with her. And so to to listen and experience women like yourselves and to be successful in business, I love the fact that it's almost like having your cake and eat it too, right? You're not you don't have to choose that house life to be around the kids and then sacrifice work. So, you know, my thing is when people when women out there or anybody who may be the one the primary caregiver for the kids, what's that first step for them to be like, look, by doing this, you can actually spend more time with them. By doing this, you can set yourself right. up better. How do you get someone, encourage a woman or anybody to take that leap? Yes. Well, I think to start, we have to kind of change our philosophy around parenting and especially motherhood. Because again, right? Like, so we can't win as women, right? Because not only do we have to be like super hot and sexy, but we also need to do all the things for our children, right? And like, we're not good mothers if we don't. Um, and also do more with cut coupons while we're at it. Right. And so like, that's these ideas about what womanhood is and what motherhood is. I think we need to start challenging them. So for example, you know, I don't do my children's laundry. I don't cook for them ever. Like I never make them a meal. Maybe on a Sunday I will heat up some soup, but like other than that, I'm not cooking a lot of the sort of like labor related to parenting. I'm not doing. However, I do read to them every day. I spend quality time with them. I'm making decisions about their education and their homeschooling now. So like their homeschooling plan, right. And creating opportunity for them of, of course, very involved in like their health and well-being and what they eat. I'm making those parental decisions, but I don't have to do all of the labor to be a good parent, you know? And in fact, by eliminating a lot of that labor, I'm actually able to spend quality time with them where I'm done with work and I don't have to go cook or clean or do that stuff. I get to just immediately sit down with them and like mm. play a game, read books, watch a show together, you know? Um, and I think that's how you do that is that's like, you know, people ask me all the time, like, how do you do it all? I'm like, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I hire other people and they help me. You're a hell of a delegator. <laughs> exactly. Master delegator. And that's really what we all need to be thinking about, especially as women, right? Like if we have careers and I, and I explain to my daughter, cause sometimes she's, you know, she'll come to like my office door and say, you know, like, I want you to hang out with me. Like, why are you still working or whatever? And I'm like, you know, other moms have to like commute to and from work, right? I get to be here all day with you. I get to eat lunch with you and breakfast with you every day. We have so much quality time together. And like, you got to contribute, right? We have a nice house. We have a nice life. And your contribution is let me finish working and you go clean your room or you go occupy yourself until I'm done and then we're gonna have quality time together. So I want my children to know that like, yes, this nice life that we're all creating, you're a part of that and you need to contribute to that too. Like sometimes it's putting the, you know, setting the table for dinner and sometimes it's leaving mommy alone so she can finish working so she can make the money that creates this life, you know? What about for the women that are stuck in that situation where they feel like they can't, um, have other people do it because it might not be to the standards they want it done at you know like for example I don't like how Mike folds the laundry so I'm like yes. I then feel like I have to do it and so or and, and and you know and um there can be other situations too but it's like how do you when when you want to release those things but you're too afraid of releasing the control of those things yes well this is this is the step right like releasing the control creates freedom. And I get this all the time because one of the first things what I tell people to start with, because you know, like I didn't start with outsourcing having a chef, right? Like <laughs> I was broke as a joke when I started my business, you know? So what I started with was laundry. I started outsourcing laundry and it was like, you know, 50 bucks, right? To like have somebody else do that week's laundry. And that saved me like a whole weekend of like doing laundry. Um, and so, you know, if they didn't fold it the way I wanted, then I would tell them how I wanted it folded. And then if they didn't, you know, like they use like this regular detergent and I'm like, no, 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 I want the like organic environmentally friendly like stuff, you know? So I would give them that. And here's what that does, right? It turns us into leaders when we have to delegate to other people, tell them exactly how we want things done, tell them when they do it wrong, learn how to communicate with them. You know what I mean? That's what leadership is. And I, I think the sooner that people outsource 
hire a personal assistant, send out their laundry, start like just having small tasks that take up their time outsource, they're going to step into leadership because they're going to learn how to lead other people, mm-hmm. you know? That makes and sense. And you do yeah. have to kind of let go of like, okay, maybe it's not perfect every time, but you want them to get it like 80% of the way that you want it, like 80%, right? And accept that as like, that's good enough so that you can be free to be out here being a millionaire. Sure. You know? I get that. I think the hard thing just personally is just like asking for help, you know, because yes. I feel like I can do it all. Even though there are days where it's just like, I'm just tired and maybe I'm not the best mom because I'm so exhausted by all those things, which then affects, like you said, like you're able to do all these things and then be like really present with your kids. And it's like, after I'm busy and doing stuff and, you know, and then it's like, oh, okay. It's almost like, oh gosh, now I I have, not that like, I have to go hang out with them, but I want to, I'm just exhausted by the time that I get to that time to be with them. Exactly. And like, especially in the age of COVID-19, right? Like that's happening for so many women where we're exhausted. And like America is relying on women to to educate these children, maintain the household, still make money by showing up to work on Zoom. Like it is really challenging. And there are stats showing that like hundreds of thousands of women are leaving their careers because they just, it's too much and it's exhausting for them, you know? Um, and it's just not good for your mental health. So I think that that's how you start to get back to that place of sanity. Like we have to reject the idea that we need to do it all, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and that's the only way to get back to that. What can a man, husband or partner do to, um, to lift their wives or partners up to, to encourage them to get to that, you know, seven, seven figure happy life? (laughs) Yes. Well, I think one of the, first of all, I mean, there's lots of stats that show that even when the woman is the breadwinner, that men still don't do as much domestic work as women do, you know? And I'm not, I sure that's not true for every household, but it's true for a lot of them. We just naturally, like you said, like I can do it all. So I am right. Um, And so we just have that natural inclination to do it. And we're not going to wait. We're just going to get it done. We're not going to argue with our husbands every day. Right. It's kind of like, when Mike, when we talk about the laundry, he's like, I put it in and I'm like, and by the time I go to forward it, it's already forwarded, folded and put away. And I'm like, yeah, because like we have, you know, are just our times, right? Yes. So it's like the man tries, but it's just the woman's already like is, is there before, you know? Yeah. So it's exactly what you were saying with like asking for help. Right. And saying like, Hey, I have this big vision. I have this dream. I have this thing that I'm working on in my career and I need your help. I need your support. And, you know, here's what you can do to help me and tell them specifically, you know, cause my husband, um, when we, I was building my business, my husband was staying home at home with the kids cause he, he hated his job and I loved my job and like was creating more and more opportunity. And I was like, you stay home with these kids. Let me do my thing. And like, will be golden, you know? And so he's like, awesome. And he's like military or he has got timers going on all, all, all day. <laughs> like, Oh, laundry's done. Oh, time to pick up this one, you know, like <laughs> time for this one to eat. Um, and so he's very much more organized than I ever was. <laughs> so, so, you know, that helped and that worked. And there were still times where we would get unbalanced, but I would just ask him for help and ask for his support and tell him exactly what I needed. And there were times where he had to come to me and be like, um, you know, I know you're working and stuff, but like on the weekends, you could step it up, you know? So like, <laughs> he's the one telling me like, you need to do better. And, and there were times where he was just like walking around passive aggressive. I knew he was pissed. I didn't know about what, I had no idea. Like I really felt clueless cause I was just so busy doing my own thing. And until he specifically spelled it out and said, this is what I want you specifically to do. I was like, oh, okay, done. But he was mad at me because I didn't automatically know. And I think we as women do that a lot too, right? We're like, (laughs) I just need you to know. I just need you to know what I want. Obviously, I want you to do that, right? And Mm -hmm. it's like, it's not obvious to them for whatever annoying reason. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we got to spell it out. (laughs) Yes, you do. We're simple creatures. Just tell us straight up and we'll do it. You know, (laughs) we just need direction. Rachel, has it ever been, because admittedly, to be honest, you know, Jana's uh, the breadwinner in our relationship and has been pretty much since the beginning when we were together because I was just coming out of football and I've had my moments and still have my moments of insecurity, um, of feeling like I'm not 
man like there's 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 old time thoughts of i'm not a man because i'm not providing for my family like i wish i could do more i you know and i have these thoughts even though she she will say you know uh motivating things to me or or positive things to me i'll still feel that way internally so have you and your husband dealt with that overcome that like what's been that dynamic Definitely. You know, he's, you know, and and I think it's because it's just not a precedent for it. Right. Like it's not it wasn't as common. It's becoming a lot more common actually now. Mm -hmm. Um, But for a long time, like that's not what we were taught when we were kids. Right. We were taught like dad goes out to work. Mom does like the house stuff. And even if mom has a job, she's still the one that you're kind of relying on, you Mm -hmm. know, when you come home from school. And so I think that's why it's kind of challenging, but I think you just have to work through it together and and be frequently communicating about it. And so that's what my husband and I have done. And I think it was also, here was one of the things that was super important for us that was crucial in our relationship and like created a turning point with the whole breadwinner issue. And that was like, he needed to have his own money because I brought in literally 100% of our income, Mm -hmm. right? And so he felt like he was spending my money all the time. And it was really, and like, he loves cars. He wants to buy car parts. He wants to work on his cars. <laughs> He's a tinkerer. And like he was, yeah. He, he was that, like, I, 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 that's how I am. I'm a tinkerer. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so he felt like he couldn't do that. Cause it's like, it's just for him. It's not for the family. And so he was like, not saying that he wanted that, but like putting it off and, and obviously upset about, cause he's like, I sacrifice so much. I work so hard for this family. I do so much for us. And I feel like I can't enjoy my life cause I don't have my own money. And I'm like, okay, well like, let's get you your own money then. And we literally created a s- separate bank accounts. So we have like the main joint account where all of our money goes in together, you know, like all of my income. And if he, he has stuff that goes on from time to time where he has money come in. Um, and then he, we have two separate bank accounts with like our play money, right? Mm-hmm. And so like there's a separate amount that's like automatically transferred into those two separate checking accounts. It's like Rachel's money and Dediaco's money. And like, so then he had his little, his play money so he could do his thing. And he was so much happier. It was insane. I'm like, I would have happily spent this money years ago had you told me. <laughs> I'm glad you're happier. Like it's less of an issue, you know, and I think it's just important that everybody knows, like, here's how I'm valued. Here's how I'm adding value to our family life. You know, everybody needs to feel that. Otherwise you feel crappy, you know? So I think having those conversations and just making sure like, and for me, like I had to say more often, like, I really appreciate what you did with the kids. I really appreciate how you took mm-hmm. care of whatever. Like we just did a renovation here when we moved in to the ranch and like he handled all of that. He dealt with all the plumbers and all the things and I didn't have to do with that. And I, I have to say that and remember to say like, I appreciate you and I need him to do the same for me. Right? Like that's, that's an important part of it. So, and also therapy, you know, like therapy helps too. <laughs> oh yeah. We're big advocates about that. I was just I was just going to ask you does he reciprocate you know his gratitude to what you do as well because like you said that's I mean it's equally as important. Yeah, it is. I I think he does and I mean we could both do it more, right? Mm-hmm. Like we could both be better about it. It's so funny. I had a friend who's a business owner and she used to say like her team needs to hear her praise and compliments from time to time. Right. And so she had a reminder in her phone for like every Friday, give out cookies is what it was called. Right? <laughs> it, was like, it was a reminder for her to like, oh, let me give out some compliments to people like everybody on my team. And I feel like we should do that. Like yeah. we should just all put reminders on our phones. Like, like, let me compliment my partner about something. Affirmation like Fridays, baby. Let's do it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we we kind of started that um, every day, just saying like what we're grateful for, for each other. Yes. Uh, um, yeah. Cause we found ourselves starting the day almost feeling like enemies. Yeah. Like, because we we're in a rut there for a while and we're like, what, you know, so the littlest things could just set us off or, or push us away when it's like, and I think it's been helpful the last few weeks is like waking up in the morning and just telling each other, yeah, what we're grateful for that we appreciate one another. Cause then you already feel connected, right? Instead of just yes. a good morning, I love you. So that's definitely helped us. Yeah, I think it has too, for yeah. sure. I love that. It's like a reframe of the day, right? Like you could start the day being cranky about whatever's going on, or you could start the day being grateful. Yeah, and for each know? other, because usually we do make each other out to be, you know, the enemy. But I will say, though, for Mike, like he's, he like 
is so great with a lot of the household stuff and we really do do it together like we're yeah. we're minus cooking i don't i can't cook but yeah like, i think the the two things that are more separate is like jana pretty much does the laundry especially pretty much, yeah. pretty much mm-hmm. and then i do the cooking yeah so and then everything like, else is and like, everything else we just kind of, we both do but those are yeah. our, our lanes of expertise how and it's interesting too because when you say that you know gosh would i love to hire a chef like yeah i would i would love it but i think i i'm so fearful of you know i've never i didn't grow up having money my mom worked three jobs you know divorced family it was like if i wanted something i had to buy it i had to work yes. for it i had to get it and so now that you know i am seeing income and money i think i'm so afraid to lose the money that i'm afraid to spend it on things that could potentially help me Yes. Well, see, this is a prime example of a broke ass decision, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> because, and I, I grew up the same way. Like, you know, we, I was embarrassed to use food stamps at the grocery store, like hoping my friends didn't come in so that they wouldn't see us, you know, like I, I definitely had, uh, there was no one in my family that had been to college or grad school or any of that, you know? So I had that same story and experience. And, you know, I think here's here's what I want you to look at instead of thinking like, well, I don't know, I'm afraid to lose that money. It's almost like by making these sort of decisions that kind of keep us smaller, mm-hmm. you're more likely to lose the money that way than you are if you keep building up support. Because the more successful you become, the more support you need. Mm-hmm. And that's the reality. I mean, this is why like, you know, like Jeff Bezos, I'm sure, probably the worst example, but like, I'm sure he has a whole bunch of staff, right? Like the more, and if you think about it, like you're creating this sort of micro economy where all of these people around you are benefiting from the work that you're doing by having a business, by having a podcast, right? By having certain things that you're creating in the world, there are other people that benefit from that. And so how can you do more of that? Like, I, to, like I, it hurts me to know that you do laundry. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Outsource this. <laughs> and in my mind, I'm like, oh, I got like, you know, right before the podcast, I was folding things and getting ready for what we got to do afterwards. And, you know, I don't know. I just like we're making it obviously work. Jana gets anxiety if she has nothing to do in every single moment. So it's yes. almost like and I, I love I feel like I might be putting words in your mouth, but it's almost like time is money. Right. Is what you're saying. So if you're if you're wasting time doing those things that aren't earning you money then it's mm-hmm. a waste of time it's true though because well, i mean there's so many things in the day that like i still have a list of things that i wish i would have done this year that i'm like hey if i maybe didn't do the laundry or these certain things like i would have more time to like finally get a blog that i want to start doing and like you know do other things that like i could really that could make money yes. you know as opposed to me folding the laundry Exactly. And it's not just like, I'm also a big advocate for self-care because I think that's a part of making money, right? Like Mm -hmm. instead of doing laundry on the weekends, like rest, (laughs) you know, like actually sleep, like hang out with your kids, right? Like do whatever restores you so that you start the week feeling energetic and like maybe ready to take on some of those other projects that, you know, when you're starting something new, there's more lift involved, right? Versus keeping something going. So I think that's a big part of it as well. As a business coach, I'm curious when there's, cause there's a lot of people that DM me and you know, they either want to be a singer or an actress or they want to start a business or they've got this idea or they've got this product, but they're like, you know, how do I even get started? Um, or they feel like they don't have the right connections. Are those like, what do you say to those people to like, to it's like, do you put all your eggs in one basket or do you keep doing other things and then work your way into the one big basket? Right. Well, I mean, there is the reality that we have we have to make money, right? Sure. So like if you've got a vision or a business or a creative endeavor that you want to pursue, like that's like a you do it as a side hustle while you're running your business, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I did when I was like starting my first business. I went to law school. I became a lawyer. I really wanted to start my own business because I didn't want to work at a crazy law firm where they like throw staplers at your head and <laughs> scream at you all day, <laughs> you know? And so... You know, while I was doing like clerking for a judge, which was like my first job out of law school, I was like putting my plans in place for starting my own practice. 
Um, and one of the best things I did was start like just connecting with people on Twitter and like meeting them. And then I started a blog to like start to build up an audience. Right. So like, and then I just emailed everyone that I knew and was like, Hey, I'm starting a law practice on September 1st, 2010. If you have these kinds of legal issues, I can help you do it. And I just put myself out there and that's mm -hmm. how I got my first three clients. As soon as my clerkship was over, I had three clients in hand and it wasn't a lot of money. It's like embarrassing how little I charged them. <laughs> <laughs> but then that was enough to start to give me momentum and put myself out there and then eventually build a website and do other things, right? It's like, we think we need to have like the 10 step plan for the next 10 years. No, we just have to have the courage to take the first step, you know? Mm. And what is that? And we also have to like walk towards it. We can't just like wait for it to show up, you know? Sure. Yeah. No, uh, we can't sense. wait for it to come our way, you know? Well, oh, yeah, Rachel, I... First of all, I'm excited for you, too, because you have a book coming out on May 4th, 2021. It's available for pre-order right now. It's called We Should All Be Millionaires. So I'm going to go to Amazon right now and pre-order that book. <laughs> um, but just thank you for shedding some light. And um, everyone can go to hello7.co um, to read all about Rachel and her mission and all of your, your work that you're doing. So thank you for just being an inspiration for, for women and people out there to keep Keep grinding. Keep grinding, making that money. And <laughs> but the next time I talk to you, Rachel, I'm gonna have a chef. Yes. You can't replace and no me. No more laundry. <laughs> no more laundry. That would be great. I can't stand folding his socks. He's got so many socks. The man wears two pairs of socks on a day. So just imagine how many socks I'm having to unfold and refold. That's a lot. Lord, Rachel, thank you so much for coming on Wind Down, and uh, everyone, go get her book. We should all be millionaires. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Thanks Rachel. Rachel. You're so it. sweet. Thank you. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's, you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, 
turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Okay, she is so fun. I love her energy. I don't know why it gives me anxiety to like, I'm like, why would I hire someone out for laundry? Like, I can just do it. You know what I mean? Like, because I'm so, I, I don't want to waste money, not waste money, but because I'm like, you you can do it all. Can you? you can take over the world. You can take over the world. I don't know. I mean, I like her her concept though because it is it's just coming down to time is money, and if is if you're using that time instead of doing laundry to be doing something productive, then you're doing it for the right reason. Yeah. If, you, I, if you're doing it just not to do it, then we wouldn't be. I think I just have the mindset like I totally get it and I love it. I think I just have the mindset I'm like you can do it all, and you can save money in the process. But you can also ask for help. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> you got me. And I'm free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you want to like, we can dress you up in a cute little thing and, you know, I can dress up and do empty the dishwasher. <laughs> we, can, we can role play the hell out of this. Yeah. Um, okay. So you teased the Kelly Clarkson thing earlier and I really don't like want to get into their mess. I, You know, I don't want to. It stinks because I never want us. Well, I never want people like talking about our relationship, but our relationship's out there, mm-hmm. so it should be a topic of conversation. I'm not trying to get it in their s- stuff, like I said. However, I do have feelings around it, and it bothers me. What Jana is alluding to is that Kelly's uh, ex, soon to be ex husband. Is asking for four hundred and thirty-six thousand dollars a month in spousal support. Yeah, and I brought it up to Mike, and I was angry, like I was so angry. And he's like, "Why?" He's like, "What if it? What if the roles were reversed?" What's his name again? Brandon. Brandon. Black, Brandon Blackstock. Yeah, he he's you know manager and yeah. his dad and was yeah yeah. His dad's married to Reba. Was they got divorced? When they get divorced? A couple years ago. Oh wow, mm-hmm. they're married since like the eighties. Yeah. So, and, and Mike brought up a good point. Like, yeah, if the if the roles were reversed, and here's what I say to that: I think it's I think what he's doing is extremely spiteful. He has money. Yeah. I think it's very spiteful because it's not like they've been married for years and years and years and years, and he has been. How many years have they been married for? It just it just feels very spiteful. Um, under ten years. It was like uh, Easton. Can you find two, out how long? Two thousand twelve. Under ten years, he has been working. He 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 has money. I know. Like he's again a very successful. He's got manager, a net worth comes from a very successful family. Net worth around ten million, apparently. Okay, he has a lot of money. It feels so spiteful that he's going to now take $436,000 of the money that she has worked her tail off for. Her freaking seven years. They've been married for seven years. For her tail off for. That just, it, like, as a woman, that makes me cringe inside. And I want to, I'm angry for her. Because it's not fair. That's not his money. He did not work for that. Like, that's not his money. Okay. That is her money that she worked her ass off for. All right, let me ask you this, okay? Okay. Because I totally, I, I get your point. I get your your energy behind it. <sighs> Sorry. Say you take your stereotypical what society thinks is the the household roles, right? You take a family like that. Mm-hmm. You take the husband who's making money, 
and they realized it would be they would save more money if their wife would just stay at home and raise the kids. This is a different situation. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, I will please continue, but I will, I have a rebuttal for it. Right. And say they get divorced. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would she not? Because what you're saying is Kelly worked so hard for that money that she like it's unfair for him to take what she's earned and worked for. So would it be unfair for the housewife or house husband to take what their spouse has worked so hard for? Okay, Brandon hasn't. To my knowledge, Brandon has not stopped working. He's makes a lot of money as a manager. Mm-hmm. Let's take for example, if it was one of our good friends, let's just call her. Wesley, <laughs> let's say that her and mm-hmm. uh, Joseph got divorced. They ha- She quit her job because she decided to be a stay-at-home mom right. and raise the family, just like you're saying, and be the, she is entitled to half because she, she has held the family together. She absolutely is entitled to half because they have been married for a long time. A long time. Okay. They've been married for 20 plus years. Okay. She's entitled to that money. Now, go ahead. You're smirking. So, which I get because there is legality behind that. Like, if you've been married a certain amount of time. Like, if you've been married like three years, yeah, I don't think someone can necessarily take out. But seven years, I mean. So, I have a question for you. Okay. Because, like you said with Rachel... I am technically the breadwinner right. of the family. Right. I truly believe, and this is like, I remember when we were going through divorce stuff mm-hmm. and I was like, he is going to ask for spousal support and I'm going to want to run him over with my car. <laughs> like, I just remember having that feeling of being like, because it's like, if there's some kind of like, not pride, but like, I'm like, I have worked my tail off. And he's going to come now because of his poor decisions mm-hmm. that have most likely ended this marriage. He is going to now take spousal support from me. And you say you're not, but I just can tell by the smirk of your face. I wouldn't though. <laughs> Lies. Because you believe that you also have put in the work and the miles to have to earn some of that capital. Well, Which yeah, I don't. That, that's not false. So then you would. Not saying that. I don't, and I even told you this when we were, when we we're discussing this, not on the podcast, just with one another. I said I wouldn't, out of spite, out of principle, just to show you that you're not right, that I wouldn't do that. So I would not take it out of spite. But yes, then you you think about the 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 relationships out there where maybe they haven't been twenty plus years, but the other person does sacrifice make sacrifices so one person can be more available for opportunities. I, I mean, again, I, I totally hear you on that. It's just if if that is the conversation that was had. If you've had a conversation saying, I'm going to stay home because this is going to benefit the household, that's a totally different scenario. 1,000% different scenario. Then you would be, I believe that person would be entitled to having of course, spousal support and some kind of check. But that is what you have to agree on beforehand. <laughs> like, like if, you know, if, if like you're staying, like you're not staying home, like you don't have a, you know, because you're a stay-at-home dad, you're not a stay-at-home dad. Right. That's your decision. Right, but quitting my, leaving my medical sales job, regardless of other reasons, part of that was the flexibility because I was available more available to go places with you that you had to do for work to be there with the kids so you could go to a movie shoot or go film something or go do music shows and bring the kids or have a travel partner. So that was a very high pro on the list of me leaving my quote unquote normal job. Would you like to get a normal job again? (laughs) No, because then if I do, then it's like, well, why do you have to work today? Why can't you just like take off and like not go and come with me? <laughs> I would me? never say that. What? I would never say that. Mark, I need your input on this, buddy. Good, because I've been chomping at the bit to get in on this. <laughs> um, I, 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 look, a couple things. So many thoughts coming through my head. Okay. One is, 
It would break my heart if you two split up. If you did, I think Mike should get spousal support. What? I I do. I think that whichever spouse makes more should help out the other one in that situation. For how long? I don't know what Mike does. For how long? But I feel like he does enough. For how? uh, Well, I don't know. What I would do is I would just give him an amount and say, you need to take it or leave it because I, I can't. I it I feel like I mean just like Kelly's wealth was established before her marriage, okay? Mm, I'm sure she made a ton while they were married. For sure, but mm-hmm. she was Kelly Clarkston. Like she has Clarkston. I'm what? You She's Kelly. Clark you Clarkson? Yeah. Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she like she she is who she is. And so and and I just don't think like it, it, it literally makes me sick to think that I would that he again would just be sitting on the sidelines, just getting a check, and and not working. That's and I not hate to okay play with the reverse me. Game again, but the example you gave earlier about the wife quitting her career to stay home with the kids. There's plenty of divorces where the wife has a nanny and sits on the couch all day, and they get a divorce, and she takes the rich husband for a ton of money, and the reaction from women is, get it, girl! Yep. Right? Double-edged sword. So, that should that sword. No, it's not, because that's the agreement that you have to have with your spouse. It's if, if, you're, if you're a stay-at-home mom, you don't get a nanny. Like, that is your job. Your job is to be a stay-at-home mom. And do the thing. Every family is different. I mean, some it is and some it isn't. And it depends on the situation. I think that whoever makes the most should help out the other one, no matter what, how involved they were in the how homemaking or child rearing. Because then if 10 years down the road, it's like, no, this whole time it was my money, even though my money was paying for our stuff. Like you could just take the rug from out from under them at any point in time. I think if you go into the marriage you should have it should be your money their money and that's what you leave with because especially in this in this kind of situation where they both have money he should take his money she should take her money and i feel like he's being spiteful because i have another friend that high high you know celebrity divorce she takes her money he takes his money and that's just what it is because it's spiteful to go after so, you know, and she, and she could have gone after him, easily could have gone after him for a lot of money. Like what I'm genuinely trying to say is if two people have money that came into the marriage with money mm-hmm. and have money, I think they should just go their separate ways and say, all right, you get this, you get that. But as with the spousal support, it just seems to me, and again, I don't know their marriage, I don't know their relationship, but I do know that they both make money. It just seems to me that it's very spiteful. And that bothers me because, yes, I am a woman and I work hard too and I know how hard she's worked for her stuff. And knowing that he, from what I've seen and know in the industry that he does have money, it just sits very ugly to me. Let me ask you this. Okay. Okay. If in our situation, mm-hmm. okay, if say I was still playing football and I was making the money that I was making and the th- same things happened mm-hmm. in our relationship mm-hmm. and we got divorced, mm-hmm. would you seek financials? If, if I wasn't, would I be doing the, what I'm doing now? Just then, if five years ago. Five years ago. I, here's Here's my thing. I would ask for child support. Because obviously that's that's different. How child support? Because you're a father, you should pay for child support. If the mom takes care of the kids, I'm not asking for spousal support. I would never. I don't want your money. I'm the kind. Of, I'm like I want. I've worked my butt off. For, I don't want your money. I want my money, and, and I, I need it now. And I need it now. But <laughs> child support's different. Everybody has to pay child support. If I would have to probably pay essentially child support to you but the spousal support when two people have money and someone goes after it just seems very spiteful now again if it's a stay-at-home mom and you know or stay-at-home dad and that was their agreement that they don't work then I don't then of course they should they should get support because that's been their that's their thing that's their they they're the ones that held the family together they should absolutely be compensated for the fact that they couldn't go out and get a job all right mark what's your question i want to hear this well and also also so you so just to clarify you have no problem with brandon getting child support from kelly 
No, because he'll still need, um, you know, because that is just in the court of law. I think where mm-hmm. that is the child, that money is for the child. Now, if he goes and uses it elsewhere, I don't know how that works, but I, mm-hmm. I think that every, if you get divorced, people should pay child support. Um, if you're, but again, here's the thing. She's, she's now the primary person. So I don't think she'll have to pay child support. So I don't, I don't know how it works. I really don't know like that world too much, but right. I think absolutely child support is something you should always pay. Um, I think the other element of this and the other reason people are really upset with Brandon is, and again, we don't know, there does seem to be a general perception that he shoulders most of the blame for the end of that marriage. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. That seems to be the case. It seems to be what I'm seeing on social media is people say it's his fault and now he's asking for all this money. Uh-huh. So I, I get that element of it as well. Here's my question for you too, which I think everybody listening now is thinking after this conversation mm-hmm. this past hour. Mm-hmm. Do you two have a prenup? No. What we have is a postnup. So oh. when we went into our marriage, my business managers, in the very beginning in management said, you need to get a prenup. And I said, no, I do not want a prenup. I don't want it to be like that. This is us together. And when he went to rehab for the sex addiction stuff, I sent him a postnup and said, you will sign this or I'm out. Like, mm-hmm. because I don't, it, yeah. So yes, we technically have a postnup. So yeah which again i even you said it doesn't who knows how much weight it holds but we're not planning on crossing any of any of those paths right and you understood why she wanted that yeah i mean in that in that absolutely in that moment too i was willing to do anything and so Mm -hmm. signing a piece of paper was nothing for me where i was Mm -hmm. like yeah i don't give a because i'm not gonna put ourselves in this kind of situation you know where I think, Mark, I go and where it gets not, how do I say this? Like, I feel like if we were to end the marriage, most likely it would be because of something from the past had come back and a pattern was repeated. Most okay. likely. AKA it would most likely be Mike's fault. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not trying to. What are you, that, you said that in the kindest of ways. I was trying to be like, but I mean, you know, you know, you know, you know. <laughs> Incredibles reference. Such a good part in that movie. Um, I think it would be really hard for me to then pay him spousal support because I'm like, I didn't want this. Mm-hmm. And now I'm paying you for your mistakes. Mm-hmm. Like it. That's what I think is where my anger comes from because I do love you, sweetheart, but you are a very spiteful, mean person at times. And I feel like you, it it would, you would absolutely do what Brandon's doing. I'm sorry. You feel that way. I told you I would do it out of spite not to. Okay. We have it on record now at wind down. (laughs) (laughs) And I know that I can be too, you know, at times we can both be mean, you know? And I, I just, I think that's what bothers me because it's like, I don't, I don't want a divorce. I don't want to do any of those things, you know? Yeah, me neither. But you know. But you know what? If it's something were to happen and then you were to come climbing up the, the, the money tree. It ain't going to happen. I'd be like, man, I didn't want any of this. I don't want separate holidays. That's why I stayed uh, married. Uh, oh, like that, uh, that I, literally, Mark, that was the me. reason why I stayed in the very mm. beginning was because I'm like, because of his decisions. Now I don't get to be with my kids on Christmas morning or yes. like, no, yes. how dare you? Like I was uh, and out of spite. I stayed, <laughs> ah. <laughs> but you know what I mean though? I know. <laughs> it's not like the same face from like five I'm years sorry, ago. I'm sorry. It's just like, but it's like, how dare you? Like you don't get to take that from me that like how like no because of your decisions mm-hmm. i mean I, I could see how someone would get so angry about that i agree it doesn't seem like the best reason to stay in a relationship but i agree a hundred percent there's nothing 
there's no scenario that would make that the desired outcome to be no. sharing holidays like that. What oh. a nightmare. I know. And it's just, you know, the messy, like divorce is just so messy. Yeah. And I, I, I hate it for Kelly and I hate it for Brandon again because I don't know their situation. So I'm sorry if we even stepped in it. But I think it was more just to kind of. It's just the principle is what we're talking about. We're not even really talking about specifically them. It's just that whole principle of the money aspect. But it did just. I'm glad I'm not the only person. I didn't know if it left other people a little angry. So other people have been heightened about it. Oh, Mark? definitely. I mean, plus she's America's sweetheart. I mean, yeah. anything bad happens to Kelly Clarkson, everyone feels bad about it because she couldn't be the nice. She's the nicest person around. So I get it. I get where people are coming from, especially with, under the circumstances that are rumored. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely think it's a spiteful move. I mean, I'm not defending it at all, mm-hmm. but you know, there's other scenarios too. Would you, um, I mean, the situation in your marriage, Mark, I mean, you guys both work, right? Not anymore. No, not since uh, spring, actually. Okay. So then you would, you oh, know. I'm so sorry you don't work anymore, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming on and hanging out with us as a friend. <laughs> hey, guys, just hanging out. <laughs> I would. I'd be here. <laughs> and you've been married forever. So, I mean, your your wife deserves more than half, baby. Let me. 18 let me... <laughs> years. And also, in our situation, we started, we had nothing. We were living in a junk apartment in Winnetka. Winnetka, yes. So, we had nothing, and now we're doing all right. And so, that was all together. Mm-hmm. So, how, well, yes, of course. There would be no fighting on my mm-hmm. end. I love that. Well, here's to hopefully not divorce in 2021 for everyone listening because we want you guys to here we go drum roll please fight the good fight (laughs) perfect honey perfect plug uh we love you guys thanks for another great episode yeah it was fun i'm excited for i'm excited for christmas i know you are what mike and i have been doing is we've been watching a christmas movie every friday so on on christmas is obviously friday so every friday this month sit down with your honey and watch a christmas movie Challenge accepted, Mark? Challenge accepted. I love it. All right. Bye, guys. See ya. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because... It's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.